This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Congressman Peter King is a, is a great man. I love him. We disagree about some things along the way, but that makes for good radio. He's a, he's a great guy. Uh, I always say him and your father, Rudy Giuliani, two best New York politicians in my lifetime. And not just for Long Island, but all the Homeland Security stuff as well. Now he's going on to become a major star on this station. Huge part of our show here every Wednesday, John's show, every weekday afternoon. And, and to be honest, me and Danielle, we, uh, we love his whole family. Him and his, uh, his lovely wife, love her. And I saw his son, Sean, on the street a couple of weeks ago. Haven't met Aaron yet. But we do love the King family. Here he is, the great Congressman Peter King. Good Wednesday morning, Peter. How are you, pal? I said, I'm doing great. Uh, all the best to you and Andrew. And thank you. Mention my wife, Rosemary. Tomorrow is her birthday, so I don't want to forget that. On uh, Wait, is that National you, you, you said tom- tomorrow or today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And you know, I'm glad you brought her up because you know she's. Um, I love your wife, even though she did tell me once at dinner she listens to Len and Michael instead of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but on a serious note, she is smart. And, and I know when I watch you two together, Peter, and when you guys, like me and Danielle, when, when you're together, I can see when you watch her speak how much you respect her and love her. And we talked about John and Margot earlier, and, and uh, Andy talk, Andrew talked about his wife and his mom. Clearly in your life between Roe and your daughter Erin, you are surrounded by very, very powerful and smart and beautiful women. No, again, you're right, and I really appreciate that. And Rosemary's been a great wife, a mother, grandmother. My daughter, Erin, uh, she is full of so much energy. She's down in North Carolina now, but I never know when she's going to show up at the front door. She's mm-hmm. back and forth all the time. She has clients. She's active. She's, uh, and she's you know, raising two great children. So, no, listen, we're blessed. We're lucky. And that's really all that counts when it comes down to it. True. Uh, with all the craziness going on in the world and all the hysteria that's around us, if you have a firm base at home, you can really survive. Not just survive, you can thrive. Well, that's been my story. I mean, everybody knows all my issues that were publicized over the years. And if not for Danielle, I, I don't think I'd be alive. Okay. I know people like to say that, but I think that's actually true in my case. So I was very proud of your guy yesterday, Peter, Anthony D'Esposito, who I met a couple of times because of you. In fact, that dinner that night at King of Umberto's, he was right. there that night with Kyle and a bunch of others. He's out there really, really pushing to get rid of uh, George Santos. What's the latest there with that? Yeah, now he has uh, legislation which would keep Santos from profiting off uh, you know, talking about and writing about all the, you know, the crimes he's probably involved in, the lies he's told. And he's well, basically Santos is, among other things, among other failings, is trying to use his office in Congress as a way to make money for himself by uh, the feeling is he's going to be out of Congress soon enough that he wants to be writing about it, talking about it, making money off it. And, you know, you have the whole free speech argument. But on the other hand, what Santos has done, I mean, he's put a cloud. You know, uh, people can always joke about what goes on in Congress doesn't want to go on. The fact is, most people down there are hardworking. But no matter how you uh, put it, I've never seen anyone like Santos. The guy is a total liar. He's making a fool of himself down there. And it puts a cloud over, certainly from a guy like Anthony D'Esposito, over, over him and the entire Long Island delegation, the New York delegation. You know, they're known as George Santos's people. I mean, this guy is bad. Uh, I've never met anyone like him in politics and really – 
the sooner he goes, the better. And I give Anthony credit for standing up and leading you know, the charge against him. And uh, Anthony, again, he's a guy who, if you follow Facebook, he's everywhere all the time. Yeah, yeah. Hardworking, conscientious yeah. guy. Instagram, too. He was yeah. a decorated cop in New York. And, that's the kind of, and he, he ran in his district. There's 75,000 more registered Democrats in his district. Yeah. And yet he won by 3 4% on election night. That was, a, well, that was probably of all the races in the country, that, you know, the biggest surprise to Republicans. Not just that he won, but he really won with a solid margin. So anyway, I give Anthony credit. And uh, again, he's doing a good job. Garbino's doing a good job. Uh, Nicole Loda at the East End who took Lee Zeldin said he's doing a great job. Michael Lawler, we can go to all of them. But it, with all of that... Uh, Bruce Blakeman, you got to go to him. And, and of course, Andy yeah, Donnelly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you got to look at, I'm sure, D'Esposito's looking, Lawler, Lalota, all these guys that run these really close races. And they understand that George Santos is going to be the face of Democrats' 2024 their opponents are going to send out flyers any pictures that they've taken with santos are going to be immediately on that uh, on the stuff that you're going to be getting as voters so they have to figure out a way to answer this question and uh, strategically there's probably no better way to answer that question to say i wrote legislation that actually will uh prevent santos from profiting off of uh, said lies yeah, you guys are going to have laura Curran on later i mean she's been talking about this as a democrat saying that she knows the Democrats running for office this year in Nassau County or Long Island, no matter what office they're running for, they're going to make that, their opponent George Santos. I mean, yep. It, yep. as long as he's there, it's going to put a cloud over everyone. And listen, I don't mind a tough campaign fight, but this, to have a total liar, a guy who's a total fraud and a hoax and a hypocrite, to have him in, in office representing our party is absolutely shameful. Agreed. They have to get rid of him. The great uh, Peter King. So, I remember over the years that two things, because you and I agree on just about everything, especially sports, uh, and politically, too, I think there's two things we disagree on. One is Ukraine, obviously, big disagreement there. Mm-hmm. And the other, I think, was January 6th in that you do think it was a, a really brutal day, and I think it's been exaggerated to the point of nausea. In fact, I've told you time and time again, give me any given night in the summer of 2020, and there was more damage, more death, more destruction than anything that took place on January 6th. So with that said, Peter, how do you feel about the Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who did swear in George Santos, uh, about Kevin McCarthy giving all that video to Tucker Carlson? I think if he was going to give it, he should have made it available to everyone. Otherwise, it looks as if that we're doing what the Democrats said, like the January 6th commission they set up. Listen, I have no problem with them having a hearing on it and a committee on it, but the Republicans should have allowed to put their, be allowed to put their own people on it, have subpoena power. Instead, it just became uh, you know, you know, just, uh, like a runaway grand jury. It was totally slanted. It was biased. Yeah. I, I think that uh, we shouldn't be doing the same things with the videos or the tapes. I think you should have given them to all of them and let everyone decide, have full full transparency. Obviously, if there's some security issues, fine, have that vetted. But no, on balance, I have no problem with it all coming out. I think with January 6th, what I'm saying is, first of all, what happened during the summer of, Jan- of uh, uh, 2020 yeah. was absolutely horrific with Black Lives Matter. What they did in New York City, what they did in Portland, what they did in Seattle, we can go through all of it, was absolutely disgraceful. And you had people like uh, Kamala Harris putting bail up, uh, bail, uh, bail money up. You had here in New York, you had, I mean, cops being hit with bricks and a mouse of cocktails thrown at them. It was like it was like a war going on in the city, and yet the media describing it as mostly peaceful. So that was all shameful. The Democrats, to me, are accomplices to that. No, uh, January 6th, we have parallel paths. I think some of the charges have been exaggerated. I, I understand what 
uh, uh, calls his uh, talk, Tucker calls his doing, yep. but the shaman, whoever he calls himself. Yeah. I, I, saw, I saw Jonathan Charlie's column today. He thinks it was wrong for him to get the sentence he did. On the other hand, see what happened that day. I mean, let's face it. There were hundreds of cops who were beaten badly. Like last night on Sean Hannity, he had the uh, a former Capitol Police chief on, and his argument, which Sean was agreeing with, is they should have sent the National Guard in earlier. Well, if, was, if this was just a mild demonstration or something of out of control, why send in the army? Why send in troops? This was a horrible thing that was done. And the fact that Donald Trump, I don't think he caused it. I'm not into that. I don't think he should be indicted or charged. But I thought he was irresponsible on what he said. But to sit there for three hours. Well, we agree there. Yeah. yeah, we agree there. Shameful. Yeah, no, I, there you know I agree. For they used to fight with Bernie every day. I said I, he didn't instigate it. And he actually said at one point, I know he said it once in an hour of speech. He didn't emphasize it, but he did say go there peacefully, and then he did nothing for three hours. You're exactly right. Last one, this disaster in Mexico. You know, mm-hmm. it's become the liberal media talks about how bad the cartel is, and the folks that I watch talk about, oh, hold on a second, we knew that already. This is more of a byproduct of how feckless Biden is, especially the way he's treated the border. So you got one story you got dead Americans, and you are Homeland Security. You got dead Americans in a different country, yet the two different medias, liberal and conservative, are finding ways to blame different people. Surprised? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Listen, the cartel is evil. The cartel, they, what they do is absolutely disgraceful. That's all the more reason why Joe Biden should have secured the border. I mean, there's two truths here. The cartel is evil. They're vicious murders, rotten people. All the more reason why we need a secure border, why we need the wall, why we need to have strong uh, border protection. And Joe Biden, you, know, you could be a president and have things go wrong. You don't expect something to happen. This doesn't happen. The fact is, he basically, during his campaign, was telling illegal immigrants, come on in. And when he became president, it's going to be a whole new attitude of the border. His, the only policies he carried out was to undo Donald Trump's policies. Whatever anyone says about Trump and other policies, the fact is the border was secure as it's been in years under Donald Trump. And we had good relations with Mexico. So he was able to do both. Instead, Biden came in under the policies. We now have, it seems like, no leverage from Mexico at all. Uh, and now, again, you add up all of things, just the 5 to $10 million a day is costing us here in New York City. These poor people being killed down, you know, down in Mexico. The people who live along the border, I mean, to have these people just coming across the border the way they do, it's, again, it's, we've lost control of our borders. If you don't have borders, you don't have a country. Yeah, it's a complete disaster. I want to get back to one thing on, on the January 6th tapes, though, in particular. You know, Mitch McConnell was unhappy that these tapes were even released to Tucker Carlson. And I actually agree with you, Peter, that I think it should have been released wider than just to Tucker Carlson, his producers, as good a job as he is doing. Why do you think Mitch McConnell... Uh, was unhappy at the transparency that we're finally seeing in this. I don't know, because I have no problem. I think January 6th was horrible. I think most of those people should be in jail who did it. Having said that, I think the American people should see it and let them decide. Like in this case, I think it does appear is that that guy did get too severe a sentence. He should be sentenced. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you know President Trump says that every, everyone should be let go. No. What happened was horrible. Have the transparency and let the American people see there are different sides and there's different nuances that you can have. You can't have parallel issues at the same time. And no, uh, Mitch McConnell, I think he's maybe too much defending what he thinks is the establishment or the media. I mean, the, uh, you know, the inside people, uh, uh, you have to open up. And otherwise, it looks like you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. And that's why with Tucker, I'm saying if you give that to all of the networks, all of the 
media. Let them all look at it, and we can have probably 10 different opinions right. on the key parts of January 6th. <laughs> we would. Let the American people decide. That's, that's a very fair point. As always, Peter King, excellent job. And again, want to wish your lovely wife, Rosemary, a happy birthday coming up tomorrow. All the women in your family, all great women, Peter, a happy International Women's Day. And as always, Grand Slam home run this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chad. All right, Pop. Danielle for me. You got it. You got it. The great Peter King. Danielle's actually on a flight right now, Peter, as we speak on the way back from Japan. She'll be home at uh, 9 o'clock tonight. She will get back to the apartment about 10 o'clock tonight. And then we'll celebrate International Women's Day as only I can. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.